This is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. When Kirby Smart returned to his alma mater in 2016, hopes were high that he could take Georgia football to that elusive next level. Smart wasted no time putting his mark on the Bulldogs, however, making an immediate impact on recruiting and in 2017 reaching the college football playoff and coming within moments of a national championship. Biding his time and crafting his philosophy as a defensive coordinator under Nick Saban, Smart waited for his opportunity to return to Georgia, turning down several coaching opportunities in the meantime. Still early in his tenure, Smart has gone on to dominate recruiting on a national scale, win the SEC, reach the national championship game, and will be attacking the college football landscape for years to come. The book is Attack the Day, Kirby Smart, and Georgia's Return to Glory by Seth Emerson. Emerson is a staff writer for the Athletic Atlanta, covering Georgia football and athletics. He's written previously for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and the Albany Herald. Happy to have Seth Emerson join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Seth, welcome to this program. Thanks for having me, Steve. So why this book on Kirby Smart for you? Well, the Triumph Books, which is a great publishing firm and does a lot of sports nonfiction, uh, came to me and asked if I wanted to to write this book. And it was after the 2017 season, which was this magical kind of come from nowhere run to being within one play of a national championship, a painful one play. Um, and uh, long story short, the publishing process, listeners of your program probably are aware sometimes these things take a while to come together and it was time to come out for this season. And I, I think it's a, I just think it's a good story. I think it's a, a story about, as you said, someone who comes home uh, after serving an apprenticeship at the most successful program in the SEC and all of college football, probably not arguably. And, uh, you know, after a first rough season has just vaulted this program to, to national elite status. And it's the story of how he did it. And, uh, I, I didn't do it just by rehashing everything I'd already written. You know, I'm a beat writer. I cover this program for my job every day. So there's, you know, little stuff, observations and stuff that I, have in there from a front row seat of seeing all of this. But I, I went back and I interviewed purely for the book, former players, former staffers, uh, people who've been around the program to get even more anecdotes and stories and perspectives. And, and I like the way it came together. Seth, during those interviews, what did they say about Kirby? You know, it, a lot that you might already know about him. If you're a Georgia fan or an SEC fan, college football fan, just watching him, the energy, the fire is real, but that there's also a humane side to him. Um, I talked to Jonathan Ledbetter, who was a senior in 2018, came to the program in 2015. So he was there when Mark Rick was there, and he was there when Kirby got there. And Jonathan ran into a lot of substance abuse problems. And Kirby handled him in a way that Jonathan came out of it, and he came out of it better. And a a player who was able to finish his eligibility at Georgia and be a key player. And the things he says about Kirby, he doesn't want to go into too many details, but this was something that like Kirby took a hands-on approach with, with Jonathan uh, to handle that. And there's that side of him there. I think the other thing that sticks out about him is that if, if he weren't a football coach, he'd probably be a bit a businessman. He was actually a finance major at Georgia's, pretty good uh, school of finance 
or Terry School of Business, that is. And he is really good at it. He's a guy who is comfortable in two different worlds. He can go recruit in, you know, a home of players and recruits that are in different demographics, rural, urban, suburban. Um, but then he can also go in to a country club, and I recount one of these anecdotes in this book, but he can go in a country club and meet a bunch of donors and explain to them why they need to help the Georgia football program. Um, he's, that's, that's part of the reason he's been so successful is he's able to, to navigate a couple different worlds. Chatting with Seth Emerson here on Speaking of Writers, his book is Attack the Day, Kirby Smart, and Georgia's Return to Glory. Seth, how did he change the culture in Athens? There were some like tangible things he did, which he made practices harder um, so that games were easier. That was the mantra. Um, he made recruiting just the sole, like, not sole focus, but the main focus. You know, he, Shane Beamer was an assistant coach at Georgia. Kirby's first two years, he's not up. Oklahoma would would tell me about um, you know getting texts from him in the middle of the night and how they built up this apparatus of staff members who would go find ninth grade tight ends in Utah to go watch film on to see if they wanted to be the first to offer them. Um, but th- there was just an overall sense of of urgency and, and energy that he brought, and you know that that isn't to say that the the program under Mark Rick had had fallen back, but he it was just that sometimes you need sometimes you need a different approach. And Mark Rick it had gotten a little stagnant and and Kirby came and he brought some you know, just a different atmosphere. The same way that when Mark Rick came in, he had a kind of a laid back professional atmosphere that was right for the moment. And I think Kirby's approach was right for the moment at Georgia, and, and it worked. What is Smart's football pedigree? His father was a coach, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, he was a high school coach. Well, it, he's not alone in this. Jeremy Pruitt, the head coach at Tennessee, was the son of a high school coach. Mike Bobo, um, who is Kirby Smart's best friend. They were teammates at Georgia. He's now South Carolina's offensive coordinator. He, he was the son of a coach. Um, it, it, you, when you grow up around it, you know, you're, you're a ball boy for your – your dad's teams, your, you, you know what it takes. You, you know about like forming relationships. And, and, and that's another thing is about Kirby is he's one of these people who seems to know everybody. Um, maybe he doesn't stay friends with everybody because you get really competitive on the recruiting trail. Um, like Dan Mullen at Florida is a case of that, that, uh, you know, they've, they've, they're competitors. So they are, they're not as close as they used to be, but um, Kirby is one of these people who just kind of, has everyone in his Rolodex and he knows how to stay in touch with people. And, and I think that that comes from being a high school, the son of a high school coach where you see that it's not productive to hold grudges or to alienate people. He's very, very careful about his public comments and, and what he says, like when it comes to social issues or, um, you know, just an, an issue of the day, he doesn't want to tick off his athletic director he doesn't want to take off the sec commissioner um he'll he'll take off the media he'll be fine with that but he he uh he realizes i think uh, also that it, it, it's good to um maintain even those relationships through all the interviews you did what surprised you the most i know you cover georgia football but about smart that you might not have known you know uh there were the it's more kind of the funny anecdotes. Now, they're, they're, like I said, there's stuff that I found out about 
the uh, way he recruits. I, I spoke to a, a Georgia uh, recruiting analyst who went into detail about their approach to recruiting and why they've been so good at recruiting. And, and that's a lot of like kind of football stuff, but there, there's other stories. There, there's a story that I think is hilarious that before the national championship game against Alabama, um, Donald Trump is coming to the game. And so the secret service is doing a sweep at Georgia's walkthrough the, like a day or two before Kirby knowing about this, says, I know for a fact, because when I was at Alabama and we went to the White House after winning a national championship, it was under Obama. I know for a fact there's a Secret Service office there who, who is an Alabama fan because he, he, uh, you know, he told us that. He was excited to see us there. So we're playing Alabama. I want to find out if that officer is there. So he wanted to find out if there was a Secret Service officer who was an Alabama fan who was going to spy. <laughs> for the Crimson Tide. Um, it, it's it's stuff like that that I think is entertaining and is funny. And there's an opening anecdote in the uh, in the prologue that I, I think is interesting about the, a scene post national championship game. Um, and I got a lot of detail on on speeches in the locker room after games that that I think it's just kind of fun stuff that you know for a wider audience non-georgia fans that kind of stuff may not be as interesting but uh, i think georgia fans eat it up and seth finally how good is this 2020 team we'll find out uh you know we'll find out in a little bit here when <laughs> this year's team is, is going through some quarterback issues they're on their fourth choice as quarterback due to a number of issues and if, even if they had that quarterback, they wouldn't be assured because they've got a lot of injuries on defense and they had a lot of players leave after last year's team. And this, this is a little bit of a test for Kirby Smart, but they continue to recruit at a high level. And even if they don't get back into the playoff this year, um, they're, they're a team that if they can figure out their quarterback situation, if they can figure out their offense, they, they're a team that should at some point be able to break through and win it all. Seth Emerson, the book is Attack the Day, Kirby Smart and Georgia's Return to Glory. Seth, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Steve. And this is Speaking of Writers.